What's up? This is your host, Frank the Tank, alongside Jay the Bad Guy. With our boy David in the back. Wait, where, where, where is where, he? Where is this guy, man? I'm here. I'm ready. And this is The, the Bragging, Bragging Rights Show. Show. Bragging Rights. back yo 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 once again david filling in for for jay we'll have a civil a civil conversation this week i think hey jay get well soon man no no nothing's wrong with jay <laughs> he's I just think, taking care of business <laughs> I, think, I think he also pulled a calf <laughs> oh yeah we're trying during, to during his 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 one game return <laughs> like like durant <laughs> But uh, we were just having a conversation off air, dude. That you're you're not a fan of of the Apple Watch, bro. Apple Watch, man. Why do I need an Apple Watch? Why do I need to look at my text messages or answer a text message when I have my phone on me? Convenience, man. My phone's already on me. Convenience. Why do I want do you a walk thirty-two around? centimeter screen on my wrist when I have a five point seven inch screen on my hand? Because you can't walk around with a five point five inch screen on your fucking wrist, bro. I drive with a five point seven <laughs> screen in my hand. What you talking about? Yeah, you're that asshole. Yeah, I'm that asshole, dude. So are you? I seen it. <laughs> Actually, some lady honked at me today, and I was like, "What the fuck? I'm checking my email." <laughs> Oh, this guy checks emails now, dude. <laughs> yeah, professional now, you know. <laughs> I live that lifestyle. Nah, man. I, I, <laughs> Even her baby looked at me and flicked me off. Bro. I'm already on that. I I was on the fence. I was like, man, yeah, it's pretty cool. But I was like, wait, my phone's way more powerful than that. I could do way more stuff. And it has a camera. Yeah. Great. But can you fucking wear it on your wrist, dude? Just, I don't need to, dude. I could get a better watch Some for that, people dude. do need to. Okay. Oh uh, well, good for them, man. I'm gonna get one, dude, and I'm gonna fucking rub it in your face every every right, time dude. we meet. Go ahead, dude. And I'm gonna fucking answer your text messages like this. Just touch my little wrist, dude. Like, yeah, dude. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. All right, man. That's gonna be pretty gross, dude. You're fucking in the bathroom. Yeah. A lot more proximity now. Think about it. You don't even. You just need one hand. You don't need to hold it with two hands. There's no. There's no risk of it falling in the toilet. Bro, that's that should that should sell you in it by itself, nah, dude. Man, I just I haven't dropped my phone on the toilet yet either. Yeah, so. but it could happen. Anything could happen, dude. You can't drop your watch into the toilet. Yeah, dude, but it's not my fault, dude. Uh, you want to wear something on your watch, dude? I don't want to wear something on my watch. I want to wear an Apple Watch. Whatever. Man. Just think about it, man. Just think nah. about it. Um. <laughs> anyway, bro. <laughs> Um, bro, I just saw this weekend. We'll get into some sports later, but you know, I just want to shoot this shit yeah, real quick. <laughs> um, bro, I was watching Split, and I I was hoping that you would watch it. You're you're my go-to person on movies. Um, or Jay. Jay says he watches movies, but to be honest, with you I don't know what that guy watches because it's not sports. And um, <laughs> he's gonna like these shots. <laughs> 
And Paul hasn't even watched it, bro. But Split, crazy movie, bro. Um, Spoiler. Yeah, I'll give you some spoilers. Um, we'll we'll go back and give the the audience uh, some time cues to. Nah, I won't give a spoiler. Fuck it. I'll let people. I'll let the three people that listen to us <laughs> enjoy the movie. <laughs> But uh, it's really good, dude. It's the guy. The guy's acting. I forget his name, James man. James McAvee. James McAvee. Yeah. Yeah, because I keep m- mistaking it with McAvoy, dude, from fucking that show on HBO Newsroom. Uh-huh. But anyway, he plays like five people in this movie, and he switches in an yeah, instant, it's bro. It's split, split personality. Split personality, yeah. yeah. So, spoiler alert, that's what the movie's about. <laughs> um, But he, he does it so quickly, and bro, I was amazed. I was like, what the fuck, dude? This guy goes from a little kid to an old lady to um, a fucking fashion designer without missing a beat, dude. Well, it surprises me that M. Night Shyamalan, M. Night Shyamalan could still make movies or people still want to watch his movies. Um, the reason, One of the reasons I haven't seen it is just, man, that guy, M. Night Shyamalan, I lost it um, after The Village. What I can't, I understand he has his, you know, his his twist at the end, but that that just lost it for me. I I couldn't anymore. That was a great that, twist. That's though. a stupid fucking twist. He also did the what's you the, think, the fog movie with Mark Wahlberg. Uh, the mist. Oh my gosh, man! I can't handle these dumb simple twists. You think the village is where Donald Trump got his idea for the wall? Um. It, it contributed to to that. Yes, I think definitely. So too. He wants to close us off, but um, Donald Trump fake news uh, <laughs> hashtag bombs over <laughs> North Korea um, failed bombs hacking North Korea bombs. I know Jay doesn't like the politics, but we'll bring it in when he's not here. Yeah, Jay's uh, not here. We we run the show now. <laughs> well, we always run the show. Jay's just a a side act. Jay, Jay just screams out his opinions. <laughs> um no nah, but Jake. Jay, if you listen to us. Um yeah, it's true. You're right. His movies do have crazy twists. I like the no, They're not movies. crazy. Don't fucking say they're crazy. They're fucking shitty twists. That's why I'm always Six Sense wasn't shitty, always, bro. I I never said okay. Six Sense. Well, but you, I if said you're generalizing. Signs was a great movie. I loved Signs. Um but once pre, it fucking came to pre, the village, pre, pre the mist, crazy and Gibson. fucking what's this? Um, the lady in the water. Oh, that one. That's the only one I didn't like. Shitty ass movies. I lost them. That's why they don't bill him as a director in his movies. If you see the 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 promotions for all of his movies now, um, he also did the Will Smith movie with Jaden Smith. Also, um, the. The like, Planet Earth or Planet, some shit? Yeah, After Earth, something like After that. After Earth, yeah. Um, oh, that one was shitty. That, Damn, that was him? Actually, no, actually, that was him. You see? They didn't promote him because it's it's uh, M. Night Shyamalan. He he lost a lot of... You see? Uh, Your phone just made a noise. If you had a watch, it wouldn't happen. Watch makes, makes a noise also. Yeah, well, go fuck yourself. Yeah, and it came in clearer with my phone, too. <laughs> um, nah, man. I, I'm... I'm still on the fence. I'll watch Split because I've heard good things about it. You're saying it's good. Uh, that guy heard... could win an Oscar for Best Leading Actor and Best Supporting <laughs> Actor, bro. Think about yeah. that. How crazy is that? Um, I 
I understand. Um, you know, it's it's it adds to his well, just like all M Night Shyamalan, uh, Shyamalan movies, they seem to be connected in some way. And I heard this one is connected to his other movies. Um, we don't know which one, um, but. You know he he love he likes building a universe. I feel like M Night Shyamalan directed these past elections. Talk oh, about a crazy yeah. twist. Uh, yeah, shitty twist there. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there's your twist, bro. And the other movie I saw was Logan, um, which um, another movie I didn't see also, but I know you're letting me down, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. R rated superhero movie. Good thing though. Uh, Marvel is you know it's not Marvel. It's just Fox. Sorry. Um, you know, stepping out of the comfort zone and it paid off. Um, got good reviews. Um, I'm excited to see it. Um, there's a different element to this movie, right? Yeah. Um, there's an element of sadness. It's fucking, that's it. This is the last time Hugh Jackman gets to play it. And, um, so it's pretty, it's pretty interesting to see his take on it. And this movie is what Wolverine should have been. In all the X Men movies, um, like you said, rated R. I feel like Wolverine is the ultimate rated R. You know, he's not a little. He's, he doesn't have spoons on his coming out of his <laughs> his fucking PG, hands. He's, nah. he's not PG, bro. He's 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 an animal. He's a savage. Like, well, I'm going back. Let me go back. I need to fix myself on that. Um, Deadpool did come out before that was Radio or also. No, yeah, yeah. And um, that's but, that's what opened the floodgates. Yeah, and I feel yeah. like now more of these superhero movies are gonna be like that. But and they we, should be. If you're being pure to the comics, what are comics? Comics, especially these comic books, they're you know, they deal with mature issues. They're not all, you know, video games, cartoons that, you know, they don't deal with any harsh issues, they don't curse, there's no sex scenes. There's all of that's in these comic books from the beginning. The source material has it. So why doesn't it translate? To, why wouldn't it translate to the movies? That's what people read, and then they want to see it on the films. So of course it makes sense to make these movies, and that's why they're being they're successful. Yeah, and um, definitely a great great movie. It's not just uh, if you didn't know it was a superhero movie, and you just judged it on its own merit. It's I think it's. You know, well written, well di- uh, well directed, and a uh, good watch. So split in, split in Logan, bro. Do that's, me f- that's a good thing when these comic book movies get away from you know all that flash, and they start making good movies. They start making films. That's when you know they could be taken a lot more seriously than they've been. You know, they're already. It's getting a little dragged off with these Marvel universe. They, they just said they're gonna be making movies until we we die, so which is good for and them. And they have you know, the material to watch it, you know. But sometimes you want to see uh, something more, you know, um, substance. Yeah, substance. Thank you. Um, so I'm excited to see more movies like that. Good. Maybe you should start watching them. Yeah. Yeah, but now I'm making movies, so maybe <laughs> I'll make them. I've been making movies. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, pause, uh, but <laughs> yeah. So maybe, maybe that shouldn't have gone. I on hope air. you don't get more views and then we get <laughs> listens, dude. <laughs> league, league footage coming soon, dude. <laughs> Anything to drive up ratings, bro. That's fine. I'll take one for the team. Let's do it. Paul needs a new phone. Let's start. <laughs> hey, let's start hashtag getting get a producer's phone. <laughs> Go fund me, dude. <laughs> All right, so let's get let's get into these uh, these sports topics. 
obviously it's playoff season. Um, I know if Jay was here, the first thing he'd say is Heat aren't in the hunt anymore because they're out. But I'm gonna just give a shout out real quick to the Heat because they went 11 and 30, finished the year 30 and 11. Great, great end for them. But I have to be critical, man. We lost some games that could have put us over that hump. Why are we losing? One to game. The we Knicks? just need to win one. more Why game. the hell are we losing to the Knicks at home? What, what was the point of that? We could have taken it. That was the game to take. That's what held us back. Um, you know, they had a great season. Second half of the season, they meshed as a team. They came together. They, they're all new. You know, they're all new to each other. You know, I got to give credit to Spolster for this. Um, Riley does get credit, too, for bringing all these people in. Too bad. Also, Dion Waiters, you know, was injured at the end. Um, let's see what the Heat could do in the offseason. Um, but they didn't make it. That's, that's, that's the point of really the story. Really quick before we move on, um, since you brought up Knicks and losing, um, another Nick that's losing <laughs> is Car- Carmelo Anthony, bro, with uh, reports that... <laughs> well, him and Lala are gonna, are separating uh, with reports that infidelity issues. He impregnated a, a dancer or as the... The general population knows him as a stripper. Stripper. Um, I guess what um, KG said wasn't true. I guess she doesn't taste like Honey Nut Cheerios. <laughs> or maybe he's just not a fan of Honey Nut Cheerios and, you know, the preferred Fruit Loops. But it's not just Carmelo Anthony taking L's for the Knicks. The whole the whole organization as a whole is just a... They're a imploding. Big, I think they're changing their name to the L's. The um, New York loser bockers or, bro, some, or something to that uh, extent. All they do is they fail everything. How can you have Phil Jackson and be taking so many L's? I think he's the reason, though. He is the reason. Or No, you know it's, what? It's the Jordan syndrome, man. Don't come back after you retire. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to compare the, the Knicks to the Marlins. And say most of the blame lands on the owner. It's just, you know, it organizational structure comes from the top down, and the owners build that that culture of winning. Look at Robert Kraft and the Patriots. Like he he's solid up front. He he follows a blueprint, and he. Well, that's 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 not solid. Up front. That's just cheating from the top bottom. Yeah, that's but it's it it's is. a it's a method that's worked. So <laughs> <laughs> I give him credit for that. But um. You know, um, Dolan for for the Knicks, he's he's terrible. He's guy, he's a fucking yeah. joke, and yeah. you know he makes all these hires. Isaiah Thomas, he brings in Isaiah Thomas, he brings in Phil Jackson, and you know he gives them all this money. And well, they Isaiah d- Thomas had his scandal, yeah, as he, a coach, and um, he just they just can't make the right decision. And I don't know, maybe. Maybe Dolan gets fucking blasted with these people in, well, in, in their see. offices, and then when they go to sign deals, they're they're high or wasted, and <laughs> yeah. Well, you do see it. You see the the really good organizations. What is it from the top to the bottom? They're all focused on one goal, and that's to win championship. Just like the that's, Heat. Yes. Yeah, another another thing that we have yeah. ahead of of New York basketball teams <laughs> is is a. Uh, our hierarchy, man. You have Mickey Harrison, who is the owner, super supportive, and then he hired and left the reins to Pat Riley, who's an 
a basketball genius and you could see like yeah we have some off years you know we're still trying to recover from but we the, compete we're not like the other teams yeah, we that we sit out the last games of the season and in effect we don't tank and we don't tank man i've been hearing around the radio shows down here in miami um wouldn't it be great if the heat would take that number one draft pick that'd be great with the little percentage that we have we would take it away from all those teams who purposely tanked. That'd be great. We fought all season, the rest of the season, and we get that number one pick. Man, it'll be a perfect slap to the league. Um, speaking about that, Adam Silver recently said that he's thinking about changing the rules of yeah. of the draft, which I think, you know what? If you don't make the playoffs, everybody has the same odds. Yeah. That way there's no... That way you're always competing for the playoffs. Yeah. It's, it's still a lottery. It shouldn't be like the NFL because the NFL has tanking um, as well. But... The NBA should be like, but the NBA, I feel like one player affects, you know, the future of a team more. It's more impactful to draft yeah. this great player than in the NFL that you draft this great player, and you know it's you still have to build a team around them. But yeah. um, I would like I would like to see the fourteen teams that make the lottery. Everybody has even odds, so you know it's it's a fucking crapshoot. Whoever comes out of there, it's, and I think that would fucking maybe get rid of some of this tanking. Yeah. Well- well, it doesn't help out with some teams, you know, the 76ers, they get these draft picks and, you know, they get injured and they don't play all yeah, the season. Yeah, but season. they have to be they're, cursed or something. You know, it looks like they're going to come up, you know, hopefully You next know who started but... the L's for uh, Philadelphia <laughs> is Meek Mill. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he was he was uh, holding the torch for the city and <laughs> it's yeah, taking over for... Yeah, it's affected the whole city. The whole city. Like, didn't fucking Joel Embiid get injured at a fucking yeah, at a make meal concert, dude? <laughs> there he goes, handing yeah. out L's, bro. Fucking <laughs> the whole city has lost its rocky fame. The cancer of Philadelphia, dude. <laughs> make meal. <laughs> anyway, let's get to the let's get to the playoffs, bro. Um, so one of the bigger stories coming out of the, this um this year's playoffs so far is the Bulls, surprisingly, um. Taking the the two old lead from from the Celtics, and um, you know everybody saw them. They, you know, they weren't a great team. They were in shambles in the middle of the seasons. Like they were having all these fucking player only meetings and um, calling out each other, calling out each other, and media. And, and to be honest with you, I never thought that Wade just said in the press conference like why he hated Rondo so much when they were on opposite teams. And like I always thought that too. I never thought that they would mesh actually mesh and be you know good teammates but rondo has you know turned back to the hands of time and he's been putting in work this this um i don't think that he turned back the hands of time i think he's using all his uh wisdom from his previous experience in playoffs um championship pedigree that he has he's got the rings um, the rings. um plural uh, not plural singular 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 my bad um he's got rings and you got Wade with you know his three rings um and then you got the young buck uh Jimmy Butler to you know infuse their their what they have and put it into him and those three are, are you know clicking at right exact best time for them they're you know crushing this number one seed which you know they had you know some misfortune with Isaiah Thomas um sister 
Which um, uh, to that away. with that point, yeah. Um, Isaiah Thomas lost his sister what the day before or the, two days the, before the night before the, night before the first, their game. first playoff game, and he came out obviously tearful like you would see the introduction. They did a little ceremony for his mm-hmm. sister and like his he's bawling, tears running down his face, and then to try to compose yourself for a playoff game. You know, and then to for him to come out and score thirty three points, and basically he was the only one for his team to show up. You know, I I thought that that was very respectable, and and I respect him for that because with you know a loss like that close to you, it's I, I can't thought, even imagine. I thought it was gonna be you know one of those movie endings where you know they're gonna grind it out to that to the fourth quarter, last second he makes that game winning shot. Everyone was expecting that. Uh, fortunately, you know. This is real life. We don't see those things all the time, um, but he did is respectable, and you know it. You know you could forgive him for not playing that game, but he came out. He's the only one that came out. You know he came out and played. You know some people wouldn't play that game, and you know you wouldn't be getting mad at and him then, for um, not playing. Um, Avery Bradley, uh, game two after they lost, he says that you know during the game he heard Rondo saying, "Oh, the Celtics gave up. The Celtics gave up." Basically, like. The the team just their yeah, they, their they, attitude was the Bulls could sense it and they could mm-hmm. sense it. These guys were that's it. They were mailing it in, um, which is also interesting because you know we talked about it in a previous podcast the trade deadline and how so few moves happened. Mm-hmm. One of the moves that were that were rumored to happen were the Celtics trading for Jimmy Butler, correct, or Paul George to a lesser extent. But yeah. you know they were really going after Jimmy Butler, but. Danny Ainge got greedy, and he has a pick that he got from the from the Nets that could turn into the potential number one pick. So he would rather gamble on a on a prospect that could turn out to be a Jimmy Butler. But yeah. isn't that what you isn't that what you want these draft picks to be? Yeah, if you, you have tr- the chance to you know succeed and get have the best team to win a championship. You take it. You well, don't you don't wait and see for next year. Oh, why, man, maybe uh, we could have a better Why team. take a gamble and be like, oh, this player could be the next Jimmy Butler when you could get Jimmy Butler? Yeah. And it's kind of ironic that now they're in the playoffs, they're facing Jimmy Butler, a guy that they could have made a move for, mm-hmm. and, you know, he's he's tearing him up. Um, I got a question. Um, do the Celtics look like the worst number one seed ever? I I think so. I, I didn't think they would get the number one seed. I think... I don't think they got the number one seed. I feel like the Cavs lost the number one seed or gave it up. So um, so they weren't supposed to be there in the first place. I don't think so. They shouldn't be playing the Bulls, which I guess is seems to be not a good, great matchup for them. Yeah, and um, there's always teams that, you know, seedings do play a part because, um, you know, your record over a, an ex- extended period of time shows you what quality of a team you are, but... Some teams are just bad matchups for other teams, and the Bulls have the Celtics number. Yeah, they're dominating on the inside. Um, the The Celtics have no answer for that. Um, I definitely think that this is going to be the least memorable number one seed. Like, yeah, yeah. No one's going to be like, oh yeah, the Celtics were number one seed back in 2017. I feel like they're going to be like, oh, they were a four seed that year, right? And it's like, no. It just you know, imagine you know this tragedy never happened to Isaiah Thomas. Maybe we have a different series. I don't think so, man, because he's the only one that's showing up. So it's not even affecting him that much. It's his team. I guess his team is affected by yeah, it. I guess they got more affected by it by him. Yeah. Than him. Um, another 
storyline is um Kevin Durant re-injuring his um his calf or injuring straining his calf during game 1 which he had an amazing game 1 for for the Warriors um <clears throat> um and I'm intrigued by that that matchup as well um that's another great 1-8 um matchup because there's both teams have dynamic scores. Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum for, for the Blazers, man. Those guys could ball. And- Those guys had a great game one. Um, they combined for 75 points. Yeah. That's amazing asking for your two stars in the game. But um Yeah, back in the back in the nineties or early two thousands, two stars leading the way like like they are. They would have made some noise, but yeah. but they're eight seed. But not yeah, this they're Yeah, seed. not this day and age. Now you like how could those two compete with for, for Warriors Four? Team. You know it's yeah. Um, I, and I like I like the Damian Lillard's confidence before the series saying, uh, "Blazers in six. But what what is he supposed to say? Of what course. is he gonna say? Oh no, Warriors are gonna take us out in five. No, you know, but you but know, got to say something. But now people are scared to give other teams bulletin board material, and they they try to they tend to stray away from that, and and you know. But that was that was his own. City reporter asking him that question, and of course he has to say that he's not gonna say, "No, nah, man, I don't know how it's not looking good. We're not gonna do much." No, he said what he had to say, and whether he believes it or not, I'm obviously I'm sure he believes it. He's got to. Um, he's fighting hard to to beat this Warriors team. It's a uphill battle. Um, but they're they're playing hard. Um, but it's tough. They they're taking it to him all all three quarters, but. The Warriors, you know, being the team they are, you know, took advantage yeah, yeah, yeah. in the fourth power. quarter. And then Draymond, Draymond Green, being the forcer he is for the Warriors, man, was playing lights out, stuffing at the rim. Um, no, he stuffed that stat yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. And he almost got that triple-double. Almost got a triple-double. Um, he missed it by once and I think, the assist. Um, so he's, he's coming he there. He had blocks. He, he had hard. steals. He, he was doing it all for them. Um, KD was being super efficient. Um, the Warriors looking great right now too. Looking yeah, I, great. I, I don't. I say maybe the Blazers they could seal. I could see them maybe sealing this next game uh, with Durant sitting out. Um, mm-hmm. Or maybe maybe not. Maybe they'll. But I could see them taking one game. But I think um, going back on the Durant issue, um, if they sit him out, um, we're today is. Uh, uh, Wednesday, uh, so they are playing tonight. Later on, uh, we're recording right before they play, um, so we don't know if Durant is playing or not yet. Um, but if they send him out, there's a chance of him uh, sitting out, you know, resting for five full days. It gives him a lot of time to heal up, and if, plus the time he's already had. So you know, it's just the they're just gonna get stronger. The Warriors, Durant's Durant's scaring me, man. He's He's becoming too fragile. Yeah, well, he is, but when he's on the court, you know, he can make. No, yeah, he's being. He knows. He, I think, he knows that. That's in his mind. That's why he's playing the way he is. He's being really efficient with his shots. Um, he he knows when he takes a shot, he knows it's got to go in. Um, so he's probably saving. They're probably saving him. He's probably saving himself. You know, so they could advance far into the playoffs. You know, and it, get to the championship. Yeah, the Warriors just better hope they they sweep them because once it starts getting into that three one territory, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's not good for them. It's not a good look. Yeah, not they, a good look. Durant choked the three one lead. 
Um, Warriors well, choked the three one well, lead. Uh, they started the trend. Maybe you know they can end it. <laughs> true, true. It's a, it's it's coming around full circle. Um, another one of the series that we were all anticipating was the Rockets versus Thunder. Um, the matchup with the two. Uh, leading candidates for this season's MVP award, and um, the the Rockets showed why they're the higher seed in the last game. Um, you know, James Harden, another another great game, thirty seven points. Um, I believe he had like I don't know eight nine assists, um, an all around great performance, and then he had Patrick Beverly as well help out. Um, put in some twenty points and mm-hmm. and then on the flip side you had Russell Westbrook who had a horrible shooting night six six of twenty three and he got twenty two points. I know not a lot of people are you know into the plus and minus, but his plus minus was negative twenty six. That tells you for, that tells you the story of the game for Russell Westbrook. So he was definitely not his efficient. Well, he's. I can't. I can't say Russell Westbrook is efficient on most nights. You know he's a volume shooter, and you know he. Some would criticize him for chasing those stats, but, um. Polly, Polly criticized him for chasing those stats, but uh, he also has nobody around him. Like nobody right. on that team did anything. He. I think it's just a coincidence he's chasing stats because he has to score for his team. He's carrying that team on his back. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's just a uh, you know, it's not much of a coincidence, but it's something he has to do. So I guess it's more of an excuse. You know, if I'm doing, if I'm carrying the team, might as well get the stats too. You know, why not? Well, in order to win, you have to score points. Yeah, and if your other teammates aren't scoring, then it falls on you. You're the leader of the team, mm-hmm. and if that's chasing stats, then you know, fuck it. If it's gonna give you your best chance mm-hmm. to win, then what else do you got? It's the only card you have to play. Um, but I think, I think they come back. Um, actually, they're playing game two right now while we're recording, and um, the Thunder are leading sixty-eight to sixty-two with uh, eleven minutes to go in the third quarter. And I think they'll take this one because um, after last game, the base god, Little B, wasn't too happy with James <laughs> James Harden's cooking. His little celebration after a big shot, and and he said, "Beware of the curse." And the that curse, the curse that base God has given to the Thunder before. Yeah, but now he gave it to James Harden again. So that curse is that curse is powerful, man. If you guys haven't, um, you know, it's been a while that Little B's been around. It's been relevant. Uh, and if you guys want to, you could probably you know Google his name and you'll see what he's about. Um, first of all, Harden's cook game is not that strong. Uh, Lil B could, the, I I see the reason why Lil B base God is giving him uh this curse because that cooking uh needs to step up his game. Even though it's an old trend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nah, let the man cook, <laughs> but respect the base God. Was, yeah, because it, it 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 happened, dude. That curse it is happened. real, man. That's why the Warriors have KD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... Hey. Remember, remember where say, base God's from. He gave him the curse before the, the finals yeah. for um against Miami. Yeah. And look what they did. He lost 4-1. That curse is strong. And then the team disbanded. Harden went one way. 
The round went another way. We have the Hawks Wizards. Um, another great playoff series. Or nah, not a great playoff series. Sorry, let me not use that. Hawks. Hawks Wizards. Wait, wait, wait. Don't, don't, don't bring it down. The Wizards are playing hard. The Hawks can't handle it. So the Hawks are saying, um, that they're playing basketball and the Wizards are playing UFC. Which, come on, man. What? What? You're, you're, you're men. Why? What do you want? This is playoff basketball, and and the Hawks should know that because they've been a mediocre team in the playoffs for the past I don't know six seven years. Um, they know playoff atmosphere. They know obviously they don't. They know how, or they should know they how. Not in the memo. <laughs> they should well, know they, how. They 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 get the memo because well, who do they have on their team? You know the guy who's been criticized for being softest player in the NBA, according to his stature. Dwight Howard. Does Dwight Howard contribute to the perceived softness? I think so. Yeah, good point. Like, how are I, you gonna? How you expect to be hard when you have Dwight Howard in your team? I forget that he's on that team because of how soft he is. There you go. You have the one of the biggest guys in the league supposed to dominate. Who called himself super, or probably still calls yeah. himself Superman mm-hmm. after the most dominant big man mm-hmm. of call him super bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He's soft as hell, man. You're supposed to be dominating those boards. You're supposed to be dominating the game, and you're a non-factor. He goes back home. This is, I think Atlanta's probably one of the only, um, you know, this whole trend with the superstars going back home. I think Atlanta's probably one of the only hometowns of a superstar who would be like, nah, you know what, maybe, <laughs> maybe don't come home. Yeah, because <laughs> it's a bad look for Atlanta. Atlanta has, you know, real people. Broads in real, Atlanta. Yeah. Um, if if Jay was here, he would say, but you know, I can't say. Um, you got real ass. You're walking a fine line there, buddy. <laughs> um, and Dwight Howard's not showing it, showing what he's what he's worth, man. You know, man up and take over a game, and you can. You have um Marcin Gortat, you know, sunning the Hawks. They they that's what it looks like. Martin Marcin Gortat is just. You know, game board. He's dunking on people dunking and on then them. pushing him out of the yeah, way. And, and look, if you consider that UFC, come on, you yeah, are soft. Come on, he. But they look like little kids around him. They look like his sons. So I think you know the the Wizards know what it takes to win in the playoffs, and they're playing great. Um, John Wall is doing what he's been you know known of. He's showing that he could carry this team, and I I see them you know. Man, he, I I love John Wall this great. season. I think that, yeah, him and Bradley Beal they stick around a little bit longer. Though, they'll, they'll, you know, grow into great players, and and they're already a great backcourt. Um, John Wall showcasing his skills in this playoff, and I think I'm, I think the yeah. Warriors, I think the Wizards are probably the second best team in the East. It's the Cavs, the Wizards, and then you have the Celtics. Um, but yeah, I think I think John Wall could make some noise this playoff, and uh, I think it's you know it's gonna be a they're gonna make a great run, and uh, and a future a future matchup between the Cavs and the and the Wizards is gonna be very interesting as well. Um, but we'll go ahead and take a quick break from this NBA playoff talk, and we'll pick it back up um, on the other side.
right, let's get back into it. So we're gonna talk about Cavs versus Pacers now. Cavs versus Pacers. LeBron versus Lance Stevenson. <laughs> Yo, what is that, dude? <laughs> I think Jay's down to something. Well, why is it, dude. yo? Why is it that Frank mentions LeBron and Siri pops up, dude? I may have, I may or may not have had Siri call me LeBron. <laughs> yo, Jay, I think you're onto something. But by the way, get well soon, though. The only thing he's on is on the on the mend, dude. Oh, um, but yeah, Cavs versus Pacers. Um, this is a pretty much boring series, dude. This is boring. Um. The only thing interesting about it is all this sideshow going on with the Pacers. Um, game one, you have Paul George saying, uh, CJ Mon knows that he has to give me the ball in that situation. Yeah, um, but that's not his fault. The Cavs played great defense in that last shot. Um, they knew Paul George was going to get that ball, and they forced him to pass it, and they forced it for him not to be open for him to pass it back. And he took the shot. So I don't I don't see any, you know, I saw what I saw was the Cavs played great defense at the end to win that game. Um, even though the Pacers took him to, you know, that last shot. Um, it was Cavs' game, the whole game. Yeah, you know? the first game was, you know, they took him down to the wire, but a great individual performance by um, Paul George. Which but, is expected. Yeah, but. yeah, that guy's, that guy's a superstar, and... Um, he's probably leaving to LA soon. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But um, yeah, I think it's. I think that series is is done. I think. I think that's. If I could place a bet on a series being a sweep, it's that one. Yeah, that that's probably gonna happen there. Um, LeBron is just in playoff form, man. He, that's it. He activated uh his playoff <laughs> zero dark thirty twenty three. He called oh, it. Oh, you're right. He, dis- right, he, dis- he disconnects himself from um, <laughs> social media and fucking starts reading books. Yeah, yeah <laughs> no, he's just making sure none of the hoes hit him up, dude. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm sorry, I don't call him any any more hoes. This is a promise I kept. Uh, these young ladies. Uh, yeah, don't okay. hit him you're up, in the, <laughs> you're in the you're in the circle of trust here, dude. <laughs> no, no, let's respect these young ladies, man. If they're a thought, I'm gonna call them a thought, dude. If they're hoeing around, <laughs> these thirst traps, dude, on Instagram. Um, yeah, LeBron is is in, is showing why why he's he's the king, dude. And Kyrie, Kyrie too. He Kyrie, he yeah, put up numbers just, these past two games as well. They're, but, they're they're just they're just gonna dominate this series. They're gonna but take superstars it on. have to act like superstars, and their superstars yeah. are acting like it. It's the only thing the Pacers only have one superstar. Yeah. They brought Lance Stevenson back to I don't know for what to, in, to inject <laughs> um, to inject some attitude or I, I, I think I, I thought don't know he what was, the point he was gonna do something, but you know he's too. What's old. he gonna do? Blowing LeBron's yeah, ear again? Yeah, he did, he he's he's <laughs> trying. He said he was gonna try and uh, stop LeBron. He said the way to stop him is to tame him. Okay, man. Good job. That's another. Job the it. ceiling is the roof. There's a of. lot of Lanceism, dude. <laughs> um, God damn, Lance Stevenson. I had I had faith in you for this series, and you, born you ready. Sorry, That's, bro. This is a nickname, born ready. Sorry, you, you're not. You're not born ready to die, MJ, dude. dude. It's not the coming of MJ. Sorry, you, you're yeah. in the Pacers out. Bounce in the first are going to be bounced. I think. Um, Absolutely. You're just gonna There's give no hope for the Pacers. Extra rest days. That's about it. 
They're gonna be the <laughs> they're gonna be the first team that TNT puts them on a boat, dude. Gone fishing. Because <laughs> yeah, that series is yeah, that series is doesn't entertain me at all yeah. either. And then we got uh, also in the East, we got the Raptors Bucks. Um, I I see it's a good series. The other reason because one of my favorite players all season has been Genesis Anto Kanopanopo. <laughs> mark, my, mark my words, a future heat too. Oh, good man, that'll be exciting, dude. Um, yeah, the Greek freak, man, he's putting out a, a display on this series. Um, two this, games is, in. this is his, this season was his coming out party, and then this playoffs, I feel like, is gonna cement him as yeah, he's he's the next big star in the league. Um, he's got it all, man. He's got that, you know, he's got. Um, wait, hold on. Let me wait. Let me think how I'm going to phrase this. He's got that wingspan. <laughs> He's got that wingspan. Um, man, just dunking on everybody. Don't, don't you ever uh, go describing a male's appendages and start off by saying long, dude. Come on. <laughs> you know, you know better. <laughs> um, he, he's, he's just a great athlete. Um, he's, he's driving that team to a victory. You know, they're tied right now. One, one on the series. Um, it's, it's great to see. Um, he's a monster. This this season, he was. Um, I think he joined an elite company of only four other players, which is LeBron, Scottie Pippen, and I forget the other two. But he's joined that company as being one of the only players to lead his team in points, rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks. Yeah, that's five categories. Uh, that's five. That's you're dominating on your yeah. team, leading all those five categories. Yeah. You're doing everything. You're he he was amazing this and, season, and and they got to the playoffs, and they so got to the playoffs. He's not only dominating those categories, he's help he's helping the you know, team and, win. And one of their one of their you know big weapons, Jabari Parker, has been out for almost more than half of the season. Mm-hmm. So you know he, he stepped he's, up real big. He put the team on his back though. Yeah, he he literally did. Darren um, Sharper. Nah, nah, we don't say Darren Sharper anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't right, mention that right. name anymore. Also. <laughs> a lot of these NFL players, you know, true, true. You can't mention we, we excommunicate their their names from history. Um, but yeah, like he's 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 been putting up numbers as well. And I think this is going to be a great series as well. It could go seven. Uh, I hope the Bucks take it. I I don't know for some reason I don't like the Raptors, man. No, I'd um, like to know because they eliminated uh, us last, last yeah, season. I guess that's why. Um, but I, I'd like to see him. He's a budding star, yeah, and I'd like to see his playoff run continue. That's the reason I want the Bucks to advance. I don't. I don't think the Raptors will put up a good fight if they go further into the playoffs. Um, I just don't want to see the Raptors further in the playoffs because I don't want to see him cut into Drake. <laughs> Drake all every fucking five minutes. Oh, d- side note on Drake. Drake had a bad Coachella experience. Kylie, Kylie Jenner needs to bring a Pepsi to that situation. <laughs> really, it's Kendall, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but They're remember, remember, that's that's uh, he he's not good with the with the Kardashian crew because of Tiger. Uh, he can't say he's racially profiled, man. That guy's half white. He's waffle color. <laughs> <laughs> he's Jewish, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, but his entourage. He said yeah, it's because of his entourage, because you know Drake could go anywhere he wants. Uh, <laughs> Um, but he, he did have once again. I'll, I'll bring it back. I'll bring it back. Oh, we'll talk more Drake later. Um, uh, when we get into more Co- Coachella stuff. But bringing it back, bringing it back. Um, to the Raptors and Bucks. Um, this is a great series that has lots of young stars. Um, that are trying to make a name for themselves, make be household names. It, it's fun to watch. It is, and um, 
I thought it was funny. I saw a picture of one of uh, the Greek Freak's rebounds, and it's like, bro, Greek Freak just went full Space Jam. His his arm mm-hmm. stretched back to like half court, bro, just yeah. to pull this rebound down. And um, yeah, it's he's a uh, he's he's he a unicorn. All, Him he and Porzingis are one of the unicorns in the league now. Yeah. You know they. They have this massive size, massive wingspan, but they have a great shooting touch, very athletic. Yeah, um, yeah that guy's gonna be one of the the bears of the of the NBA torch for for yeah. the foreseeable future. He's, he's part of the new school, uh, another new school, a new generation. We got the Spurs and Grizzlies in the West. Spurs have it right now, two all over the Grizzlies. Um, another boring series, you know. It's not. It's just you know how the Spurs dominate. You know the Grizzlies unfortunately can't get over a playoff hunt hump that they've had for the past you know what five yeah. six years. I feel like Continue yeah they always get into the playoffs. You know they play great all season. They give good matchups in the playoffs, but they just can't win. They can't win series. Um, I think I think the Grizzlies won one. It was a big upset. Yeah, um, th- but they don't go far. They they yeah. don't they don't you know get to that conference final. Well, you're not gonna get far either by overpaying or making Mike Conley <laughs> the highest paid player in the league. Like, and then and then boast about his class actness. No, bro, <laughs> this guy's out here not getting technicals. You don't give a fuck about the game. You can't get mad about a a, a call. You can't get in a ref's face every once in a while. Wait, wait, wait. shout out the the so far in this series. The best thing that happened was our boy David Fisdale from the head coach of the Grizzlies coming from the school of Riley, school of the Heat. The the Riley coaching tree. Man, he he was he was mad at the officiating. And he has a point. He's he's they're they're not getting the calls. Quotes, quote time, boom, 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 quote time, air quotes. David Fisdale saying, We don't get that respect that these guys deserve, talking about his team. They said they're not gonna rook us out here. He said he said Greg Popovich has the the lineage and I'm and I'm a rookie, but they're not gonna rook us. Man, that's a great line. I like that line. Yeah. Um he's saying that's unacceptable and unprofessional. And then we have uh Frankie's new line. What is it? The new the new take that I wanna get queued up. Take that for data. Take that for data. Man, you know what? I understand where he's coming from. Um, you know, they're Especially him, since he's a rookie coach, the Grizzlies. Who are they? They don't get. They, he's a meme now. He made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He made it. Now people are gonna know who he is. He needs to do that. Being a rookie coach, he needs to put his name out there. He's gonna show that they they need to respect him and his teams. Um, because you're going against the Spurs and Popovich. The Spurs, the White Walkers. Man, the White Walkers. <laughs> yeah, they're this team that, you know, you you hear about how they dominate, but, you know, you don't watch them because, you know, they're not that impressive, which they... They're not. They're impressive. They're they, not flashy. They're not flashy. I, You're right. Kawhi Leonard's one of the best, is top five best players in the league. I would um, say top three, man. Yes, you could say top three. He's such a dominant player. He does everything. He does it all right. You don't hear bad stuff about him. Um, great player to have on your team. Um, he he has he has a championship. Um, so, but Fizdale's got to do what he's got to do. He got fined. 
he's getting fined for thirty thousand. Thirty thousand for his outburst. And uh, Mike Conley came out saying that the Grizz players are gonna take to pay that fine. For I'm him. glad Mike Conley said it because he <laughs> he needs to give. It. <laughs> wait, wait. The other Grizz players looking at him like, who's paying no thirty thousand? <laughs> I'm, I'm glad Mike Conley said it because he needs to give some of that money back. Yeah, <laughs> and he, and fines fines go to charity, so fuck it. He needs to donate hey, some of that money. That's not his fault. That's not his You're fault right. It's not his fault, him. but hey, they make it to the playoffs. He's getting paid. Hey, it's, I see this is a win win for both. It's a win for, for him, ah, not on. for the Grizzlies. That's not his fault. Who's that's all right? So that's one of the arguments I had at the beginning of the season, and you know I'm gonna call myself out because I I was one of those people who said that the Heat should tank. Because it should never be an organization's goal just to make the playoffs. That's to, that to me is ridiculous. Yeah, great. You get it, you get to the playoffs and then you get bounced in the first round. Who strives for that? That's like people wanting participation trophies. Yeah, exactly. But Grizzlies and Hawks, professional playoff makers, never make ex- it yeah, out. Yeah, great, the, great to, comparison. To the they're finals. both they're both cut from the same cloth. Um, but I just hate that notion. Like, oh, they make the playoffs every year, so it's a win win. No. Your goal is to win a championship, not to make the playoffs. I don't know. They they do build good teams. Just they're not great teams. You have Vince Carter there. Uh, you know, you pay he's he's you pay him because he's still playing. He's he's still playing out there with the young bucks, um, doing what he's always done. It's such a great sight to see Vince Carter playing like yeah, that. Yeah, he's still. forty what forty one years old, yeah. and he's still a solid bench player. Yeah, yeah, he's putting numbers out there. He's still athletic. Uh, it's great to see him doing what he does. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that series, I think, uh, maybe maybe the Grizzlies eke out one because that series is never a sweep. They always yeah. they always pull out one. But um, yeah, another one that yeah. doesn't it's, catch my attention. I guess it's a little trivial to see the Gazal brothers playing yeah. against each other. Yeah, they have their dad sitting on the court side watching the games. Yeah, I guess you know it's nice to have some family entertainment there. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> And then, um, you know, the West. The West is, man, it's not fun to watch. There's, I don't feel like the urgency in the West. The reason I bring that up is because you see the Clippers versus Jazz. Um, Clippers versus Jazz tied 1-1 right now. Um, Jazz, I guess they had some spark uh, that first game. You know, old man Joe Johnson um, having that game-winning shot. You know, that was that was cool to watch. You know, Joe Johnson, he played with us in the Heat. Um, uh, when we had that our last championship run with LeBron, right? Or was no, it? He, he, he was with us win. last season. Yeah, he was with us. Last yeah, last season. season. Yeah, last season when we uh when we made our without LeBron. Yeah. Uh, and Wade, where we Wade. Um, but yeah, he made that game winning shot. He still has his shot. Um, I was also hearing once again on the radio that he he's probably the best clutch shooter uh in the game. Um, at the moment, he has the most clutch shot um, victories, so it doesn't surprise me. That guy's a great shooter. He's one of the greatest shooters of his generation. Um, so it was nice to see him to beat the Clippers like that. And then the Clippers, they finally, you know, showed up for a game. Um, second game, you know, they're playing, they're playing hard, but you can't trust them. You can't trust these Clippers team to advance in the playoffs. No, they've always had great players, and you know DeAndre Johnson, uh, DeAndre Jordan, and uh, Chris Paul, Blake Griffin. I, I I question that great players. I'm sorry, DeAndre Johnson. Yeah, he, you know he's Jordan. He, Jordan, he's great. He's good, but 
you know, what else can he do for you to make your team better? He can't make your free throws. You got to take him out in the fourth quarter when he's, when, you know, the game's tight. You know, um, Griffin doesn't show up in the fourth quarter either. Either So all you have is Chris Paul. Um, you got Jamal Crawford still doing what he does at his old age. You know, he surprised me this season. You know, he's had a, you know, um, he's rejuvenated himself um, and still making an impact for the team. But I don't trust him, you know, Bro, Uder, this out. Shooters, shooters age well, man. And right. Jamal Crawford right. is a shooter. Uh, he plays good D, too. Yeah, he's he's always been been good but yeah i agree with you the west this series doesn't catch my attention either um you had you know a game winner a buzzer beater and that was great but um i don't know it doesn't the clippers we were supposed to have great matches between them and and the warriors and the warriors just took it up another level mm-hmm. and the the clippers just went backwards and i don't know they just i don't know maybe doc rivers isn't a great coach that's that's the other thing. Um, he's feeling the pressure. He lashed out. <laughs> I don't know if you saw his post game conference. Um, after that buzzer beater, you know, that's I'll put it off on the. Uh, uh, he doesn't the reporter. like on grids. <laughs> sugar, sugar on grids. <laughs> the reporter was was didn't really know what he was asking him, and then he tells me, "Yeah, I'll 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 keep defending him. What do you want me to say? Like he's feeling pressure. Um, that you know, if he doesn't go far into these playoffs, he's probably done." He should have never traded for his son, man. Man, you can't have your son on your team. You can't Especially have your son if he on your doesn't team. play well, dude. The bum. Come on, man. Um, all right, so that covers it for basketball, man. I think I don't know. I think it's just gonna be another Warriors Cavs um showdown, but you know, I'm I'm hoping for I, some I don't think so. I don't think so. I wanna see we gotta see those Spurs and Warriors. Um, Pop always has Spurs and Warriors and Cavs and Wizards. I think that's I have not looking forward for that Cavs and Wizards. Yeah. Um, if they if they make it, um, yeah, that will be a good series to watch. All right, so let's uh, switch gears a little bit and and touch on some recent news of. We're gonna have a little moment of silence right now. Um, recently, uh, the world lost uh Charlie Murphy, so we're gonna pause for a couple seconds here. That's a piece, Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy! <laughs> I, like I said off the air, man, I think that him, um, he um, had as much as to contribute as, as Chappelle to the, the success of the Chappelle show as well. And what, yeah, uh, yeah, man, he had those two, two episodes where he had the stories about um, Prince and um, Rick James. Rick James. Those two mem- episodes for whoever remembers them, for you know, people our generation when we were in high school and these uh, shows came out. Man, those are things we were waiting. I remember every Wednesday, Chappelle show will come on. Um and we there's know, a Hall of Fame for individual shows, those two yeah, episodes. You you'll come you you know you'll watch a show and the next next day everybody be saying everything they saw from the show. Yeah. You know remember I'm Rick James, bitch, man. That's amazing how he contributed to the show. And, nice. His um, storytelling was amazing <laughs> and made you know an impact on that made an impact on society or especially you know on hip hop culture. Yeah, you know it showed. Uh, you know, everybody was glued to it, and you know, people still watch it nowadays on Netflix or however they could get it. Yeah. Um, so 
Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Charlie Murphy. Nah, really he's com- young, man. Yeah, he's really young. caught me off guard. I didn't even know he had, he was battling le- leukemia. Um, but yeah, rest in peace. Great comedian. Um, all right, now let's let's switch it. Let's switch gears now to something on positive note. Um, the Champions League. Just want to touch on it really quick. Um, I just want to give myself props because I did call. <laughs> Juventus beating. This is the second leg of the semifinals. This is uh yeah the second leg. I called the first leg though, um, that Juve would beat Barca and and they did. They went on to beat them pretty handedly, three zero. And then today they ended up um, confirming that and moving on to yeah. to the final four, um, and winning in a zero zero draw. Um, so they had the aggregate lead on that. And then the other big game was uh, Real Madrid and, and Bayern. I I wanted Bayern Munich to to end up pulling pulling away and taking that one, but you know the refs um, unfortunately kind of stained the game and made a couple bad calls. And you know two of those goals shouldn't have been allowed in the extra time. Ronaldo was offside on both of them. They gave a questionable second yellow to. Vidal, so Bayern was forced to play the final um final forty minutes um with ten men. And I think that I think on big games like that, championships or semifinals or playoff games in in, in general should never you should never walk out of one of those games and be like, Oh wow, like you shouldn't talk about the ref. You know, like it should be about the game and the performance of the players. It should never be about the underperformance by the referees and you know because i that it was a great game up until that that red card and i feel like that changed the momentum and then they had two bad calls that that um immediately followed that that decision and i don't know i just hate i i just hate the fact that referees have so much power and they could swing the the momentum of a game in in such an effect it's not that the referees have so much power is Stars have a lot of power. You you have someone like Cristiano Ronaldo. You if he's not in the finals, you don't have Lionel Messi in the finals or around the finals. Um, what product are do you want people to see? You want your stars there. This remember, this is not a regional competition. This is a global competition. This is being seen all over the world. Um, I understand you want to get new stars in it, but you need to keep your main star in there some way, somehow. I'm not saying that there's any confusion, but this is FIFA, and FIFA is known to be one of the biggest mafias in the world. I agree, but Bayern Munich has stars as well. Correct. So I get maybe it's not one of the two greatest in the game, but... But um, go out to the street and ask someone, do you know anybody on Bayern? No, true. Do you know anybody on Real Madrid? And you'll see the answer there. So you need to keep relevant you don't i don't think you need to keep it i you're you're saying that it's it's set in stone that they did this on purpose i don't think that you i don't think you need to keep it relevant talk the champions league is going to be like the world cup it's it's going to be relevant no matter what um i understand that you know they might get swayed and give the you know also real madrid was at home so you know they get swayed by the home crowd and um but I, I hope that's not the case where they're being swayed because this is a, the star player. And, but yeah, you're right, you FIFA want, is corrupt. People, and, some, a lot of people will watch the game just to watch Cristiano Ronaldo. And yeah, but I don't know why because uh, who wants to see a, a guy who has a messed up bronze head bust in an airport? <laughs> yeah, shit's ugly. 
<laughs> um, I I don't know how he approved of that that bust either because that doesn't just doesn't it resembles uh have you ever seen that episode in Family Guy where Stewie makes like a clone and yeah. <laughs> it comes out all disfigured and <laughs> no no what what I want you guys if you're listening to this whenever you can if you're driving you know don't Google it but you're gonna do it anyways you just Google. said you do it on your on your phone on the <laughs> that's way why to I said if you're doing it you're you're gonna do it anyways Google Cristiano Ronaldo. Before, uh, when he was a young youngster, you see a before and after of him young, and now you see that guy, you know, benefited from you know getting contracted earlier. <laughs> yeah, hey, they say money can't buy you happiness, but hey, but it could make a ugly ducking <laughs> into a goose, dude. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was that was my quick take on on the Champions League. Also, um. You know, Monaco moved on. They beat Borussia Dortmund. Um, oh, man. Dortmund got the bad end of that stuff. Yeah, I'll get into that for my L of the week. Um, but, yeah, they definitely got the the bad end of, of, of that um, of that decision. That man, I just give it to Dortmund real quick. Man, they, they survived the terrorist attack. Yeah, that's and that's scary, man. You've never seen anybody attack a, any team. And... For you know these these terrorists to try to take out an entire uh, soccer team it was very shocking that day when I was getting the reports and I was like wow like who who takes out a soccer team like in you know and all these nations are soccer fans so you think that that's you know that's sacred. that's one thing they don't yeah, touch. yeah that's one thing that's sacred you don't touch that you know we got fans of these people and um I just thought that I I give it up to them for being able to to play but but um yeah they were definitely affected by it and i think they got the how, short yeah, end of that stick the hell is, you know fifa's gonna make them play yeah i don't know how game. i don't know how uefa no, makes them does, how do you do that and, i'm um, sorry fifa ufa you're right um that's and um uh, the other matchup was leicester city versus atletico madrid everybody expected atletico to 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 win that one you know Leicester is the ultimate Cinderella, you know, from last year winning the Premier League to making it to the Champions League and outlasting all the other yeah. big English clubs. Yeah. And, um, you know, the first game was a close one. They 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 lost because of a penalty kick. And um, the second one, same thing. They lost by one goal. So they 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 held in there. And they, I'm, you know, I'm I'm proud of them because yeah, it's th- a a little team moving on to the to the quarterfinals. This system's not is not meant for them. Uh, they're a squad, you know, on the outside always looking in, and for them to be in the Champions League, to even be in the Champions League, no, their star player uh, Jamie Vardy was playing in in like the in fifth division, yeah, um, like a couple years ago. But that's the thing; I don't know it. This it the way it's set up; it's not built for them to stay in the Champions League. Um, hopefully they can, um, but it's tough. Yeah, in that's soccer, in soccer, it's very hard to have a little team. Um, you know, be consistent. Yeah, be consistent because they're always gonna get bought out. They proved they, it. They proved it in the Premier League, though. So you can't. You can. They can never take that away from them. They're yeah. Premier League champions, yeah. and you know, for the many years that the Premier League's been in, it's I think twenty seven years that they've switched to the Premier League. Um, they've there's only been like five teams that that won it. You know, Manchester United has Correct. dominated, yeah, and it's always you know you have Arsenal here and there, and then you got Chelsea. And Man City as of late, but um, that's it. You don't get many other winners, and Leicester to do it last year and to make this run in the Champions League is very impressive. 
Also, there was a, a fight this weekend. Paul is super geeked up about it because um, he basically sees himself in Demetrius Johnson, UFC. Um, same size, same height. The mighty Mouse stature. <laughs> Bald head. That's Is that your idol? <laughs> but, um, yeah, he just... He decided Anderson Silva's uh, title defense record and um, with 10 straight consecutive title defenses. You know, if it was, if it was impressive for, for Silva, it's impressive for him as well. Cause yeah, and nowadays, you know, just how far do you get into um, that much domination? You know, the, the sport every year gets elevated on the type of competition that comes in. Um, you know, you're getting more technical and skilled uh, fighters. Uh, for you to hold hold the streak that long is pretty. Is, is I think a lot more. Yeah, and, um, impressive. I know Jay doesn't give him the credit. He doesn't like him as a boxer, uh, as a fighter. He thinks he's boring, but um, I don't. I don't think he's boring. He's just not a. He's not a showman like you know a McGregor or a Mayweather. He doesn't really call attention to himself like that. But as a fighter, you can't take anything away from him. That guy. Uh, skill set is amazing and he's 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 one of the well i guess pound for pound one of the best best fighters out there and um you know like you said holding this streak and defending his title for 10 consecutive uh matches is is impressive no matter if he's boring or not i think that that's an amazing feat it's so impressive in the ufc ufc is the best definition of it could go all right in one punch Um, no and 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 it was a this this match was a it it was a mismatch completely like he outlanded um 135 to 18 strikes total strikes um so Demetrius Johnson had had 135 strikes landed and and Reese only had 18 total strikes um take that for data yes yes there you go i like that I like that david bring it in but um yeah definitely uh Hats off to to Mighty Mouse, cause, and I think he'll break the record next fight. I don't think I don't think there's anybody in his weight class that you know could really could really challenge him for for his title. Yeah, well, you know, say on the topic of fighting, uh, you know, we're was it almost two three weeks away from Canelo and uh, Chavez Jr. Uh, that's the big fight uh, in the boxing world. Uh, I'm excited for that at um, May 6th. Um, once again, I think we're still on, uh, I think we're on, I don't want to say bandwagon, but I think we're all in agreement that Canelo's going to take this fight. Um, oh, absolutely. But it's, we need to see, you know, we need to see more from Canelo. Canelo has to se- sell this fight so he could, Please give us Triple G. I don't think we need to see more from him. We've seen enough. Like I think he's dominated all his fights. Um, but yeah, this is not the fight anybody wants to see. Like, give us, give us the Triple G Canelo fight. Um, stop, stop giving him other fights. Um, stop telling us yes, Triple G after your fight, and go on and take another yeah, fight. Yeah, that's uh, that's also De La Hoya, man. He's another Dodger and. I don't know. I, you know how I feel about promoters, but um, yeah, we'll we'll pick we'll pick the fights next next week, uh, right before well right before they fight. Um, but let's get into Coachella. You brought it up a little bit, so um, I didn't watch it. You you were watching the live streams. What do you think? 
Yeah, um, Coachella is always something I wanted to go to when I was younger, but now I'm not. I'm not part of that crowd anymore. Um, what do you mean? You could still wear a flower hat, dude. <laughs> a flower crown, dude. Flower crown. <laughs> Put some bedazzle my eyebrows. <laughs> hang out, hang out with Vanessa Hudgens, dude. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't feel that vibe anymore. But I still like live performances, though. Um, Coachella is still that thing. Don't that... give in to age, man. <laughs> You're never too old to fucking have a good time, we'll bro. See. We'll see. Maybe next year, man. <laughs> um, it's, it's I love seeing live performances. It, Coachella has that aura of Woodstock. Um, you know, having you know that festival outside, you got the big stage. Yeah, you, you see performances during the day, and they lead into the night. Um, it's just you know nice to see, and you always want to see what's gonna happen. You know, you know Coachella sets up the year um for you know what's coming up in music. And it's nice to see. Uh, one performance I saw live was Travis Scott. Um, for the people who don't know who Travis Scott, just know his uh, music. He's the guy, pick up the phone, baby. Pick up the phone, baby. Yeah, you know Travis Scott. Um, that was a, a great impression. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, he put on a good show. He's got a lot of energy. Um, he's, he, he, you know, he had a great uh, uh, stage presence. Um, I liked it a lot. I was very entertained. Um, yeah, I wish I could have watched some. All I all I saw from Coachella, all that came out for Coachella this week, um, that I was aware of is uh, you know, all this hate on the flower crowns and Odell Beckham dancing again. Oh, Odell Be- dancing with the little kid. Uh, uh, dancing everywhere, bro. Yeah. Well, that guy I, has a dance move for every line, bro. And, and, yeah, and, oh, and yeah, he, he was at the party dancing for Drake lines. Only for Drake lines, though. Yeah. <laughs> a fucking bromance here. Uh, you, you know he was living at Drake's house, right? Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of iffy, man. I don't know what's going on there. Um, But also, I saw I Catch um, Future's you, you performance. Ever... <laughs> no, never mind. Percocet. Molly Percocet. Yeah, and that flute playing yeah. in the background. <laughs> I gotta give a, I gotta give an L to the flute player in the back. It, you know, people didn't notice it, but she kind of uh, fell off like in the beginning, and then she caught up with it. Um, but that's a tough. Thing she was to on get. that Molly Percocet, bro. <laughs> uh, it was. It, that's a tough thing to do live in front of all those people. But um, future was an alright show. It wasn't that great. Uh, then you know the headliner, um, the main show, um, was Kendrick. Uh, Kendrick, is he the king of hip hop right now? Um, he just took out his album. Damn, damn, yeah, had a great show. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of of Kendrick. Um, he's, he's just different though. Like he doesn't get the mainstream, um, airplay as a Drake would or a Big Sean. Um, but lyrically, he's, I think he's one of the best, and I think if you want to. If you want to go down to the essence of hip hop, and I'd say yeah, he's he's the king because, you know, he. I don't know. He. I feel like he's one of the only artists who writes for what he wants to write about. He's not out there trying to sell records. If you buy his record, you buy his record. If you don't, he doesn't care. He's just putting out his, his lyrical genius on, on a on a on a on a disc, and that's it. Just enjoy his his music. Um, going on that. His new album, you know, he's taking shots at people, uh, allegedly. He hasn't said it, um, but, you know, through his reference or through the way he puts out his songs, 
um, you know, we could get a clear idea of who these shots are going to. That's my that's my one knock on him though, because he he has a history of doing this already. He he puts out a song, so uh, subliminal shots at people, but he doesn't call anybody out by name. So it's like, all right, if you're if you really don't care, if you really feel this way, then call somebody out. He did that one that one song where he did a roll call on all these mm-hmm. on all these rappers, but he didn't really go at anybody. You know, it was just. It was just blanket statements. I don't think he has any ill will ter- towards anybody. I think he just wants to elevate everyone's game and keep it going. I think he's making fun. He 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 understands what a rap beef could do to anybody's career and what could it do to you know the attention to hip hop. People like hearing it. Um, you know, it, when rappers you know uh, throw out the, you know their best you know um, heat. It's normally going towards someone, so I think that's the reason he does it. I don't think he does it, you know, just you know, to start something. So it's it's fun to hear, um, but I don't think it's anything serious. Um, but also, you're saying, um, you know, the only one of the only ones, the other person I throw out there, um, you know, with lyrical is is, um, J Cole, which I I think you don't like that much. No, I do. I didn't like his. I didn't like his earlier albums because. He came in with so much hype, and I don't know. I just didn't. I just thought he was another generic rapper. Um, but his latest albums, you know, I've, I've been a fan, and I agree with you. Like he's one of the, he's one of those rappers who has great lyrical content and and actual substance behind his uh, his work. And um, you know, he's not just putting out a a generic club hit that yeah you feel every song he's saying yeah. you feel it like every lyric you feel like man it's i guess he he does you know he does the rap for the layman's but he puts it in a lyrical sense that you know that everyone can relate to but at the same time it's like man no one can match it um he throws out great lines so um i think what what uh kendrick is doing right now is great um he, he has his album's great um yeah, my uh, I haven't listened to. I only gave it um, a run through once, so I'm gonna have to listen to that again. And I, I going stay on Coachella. I feel bad for Radiohead. Radiohead had some audio issues during their set. Um, uh, it took them like about 15, 20 minutes to fix it. Um, their set, you know, it's a Radiohead Radiohead set. Um, you know, they perform on um, you know their songs. It was a good set. Um, as one of the hand, the Friday headliner, um, the one I missed was Lady Gaga, who was a Saturday uh headliner. <clears throat> I think it's always great to see her shows. I, I once again I missed it. Um, I liked her um Super Bowl performance. Um, but I wish I would have seen it. Yeah, she's a good performer. Um, so who are you giving your your L to? Or you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go. That's fine. My L. Other week to the Cleveland Police Department. Easter Sunday, uh, normally a family day, normally a calm day, happy joyous day for people, um, people who celebrate it. Um, in Cleveland, this madman was posting on Facebook, Facebook Live, that he was killing people, and he posted a video of him shooting this old man, uh, Mr. Goodwin, I think it was his name. He was posting this on Facebook Live. People were seeing it. People were commenting on his post. It was getting distributed all through social media. 
he mentioned that he killed other people too. Um, I said he, I think his count was like up to 13 or something. Um, they weren't confirmed. How can you broadcast a live shooting of you killing someone and the police department can't find you um, all day? And it took them about three, three days until yesterday, Wednesday, that <laughs> he was caught ordering uh, some chicken nuggets. And the and the worker at McDonald's was holding his fries to give the police time to catch up with him. And unfortunately, uh, you know, the guy, you know, took the easy way out, and you know, he shot himself. And um, but sorry to bring down the mood in this podcast, but I think the police department could have done a better job there. Sorry, right. sorry guys. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. So that's why I wanted to go first, so you could give us a better <laughs> L, dude. No, my 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 of the week is up. <laughs> well, I don't know. This is another tragic incident. My of the week is also, you know, I touched on it a little bit earlier. It's to UEFA for, you know, Dortmund gets this attack, which injures one of their players. You know, um, multiple bombs go off by their team bus on their way to the game, and um, you know, UEFA's only response. And for those of you who don't know, UEFA is a uh, um, governing body for European soccer and um, their only response to you know a life-threatening situation was to postpone the game for one day like like you could recover from an incident like that in a day and forget about it and and then go out on the field and play for your um, for your chance to move on in this great competition you know and um, I think that that was very poorly planned um, I understand that there's deadlines, there's leagues going on. You can't push back the final, or maybe you can. You can't push back the final. You know, you you govern the sport. So I, I just thought it was poorly planned, and I think that they, you know, Dortmund went out there on on a you know tilted advantage towards Monaco because um, they they had to force. Everything to the back of their mind. Forget about them losing a starting player um, to this incident, and you know to be put out there the day afterwards and and try to compete for for your chance to move on was poorly planned. And yeah, that's uh, you know it's tough to be a decision maker at that time, but you know the correct decision was probably not to let them play the next day. Give them you know a couple days to let them recover from the incident, not only physically, but also mentally. Uh, and, you know, let the city recover because that affects the city also. Yeah. It puts the whole all the citizens in that area um, at high alert and also, you know, in, in some sort of warning periods, like, we're being attacked. We're not... The last yeah, and imagine, we were, and imagine going to the, the game the following day and yeah, being like, hey, how... How how sure am I? How do I? I don't feel protected. How you sure am I that this is not going to happen again? Yeah. So that was that's my L of the week. Sorry guys for the mobile <laughs> L's, but they need to be said. But um, so that does it for for this episode. Um, another another great one. Jay, get well soon. Um, I hope you could join us next episode. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, just uh, <laughs> make sure you you share our our podcast on the iMessage like. David told you, you before. I message. What else? You can share us on. 
You could uh, hit us up on Twitter at TBRS Podcasts. Uh, give us your opinions on there. Uh, maybe Polly could get some polls up there. You could you could vote on them, and if not, I don't know. Whatever, go fuck yourself. And um, <laughs> follow us on Instagram at the Bragging Rights Show, and our Facebook page, the Bragging Rights Show. We're out.